Hello and welcome back to the Forever Athletic Podcast with me, Coach Ian Wood. And today I'm going to be discussing what the difference is between an athlete and an everyday athlete and what I think the word everyday brings to the table for people just like you and me. And I'm not going to do this to define what these things are. For example, what level of sport you need to play to be considered an athlete or what level of competence you need to have in the gym to be considered an athlete. Because to me, it's about how you see your own identity, as that's actually the thing that makes a difference. It drives your decision making, as I mentioned in the previous episode. So if you haven't listened to it yet, head back and listen to that episode. Uh, Episode 10 is called The Secret to Great Decision Making to understand properly what I mean about that. Because for me, this identity piece is so, so important. It keeps the doors open to everybody. If you want to be an everyday athlete, you can come on in, you can join us. It's not about what weight's on the bar, what time you can run for 5 or 10k. We're going to save that stuff for the more insecure gym goers who want to gatekeep and kind of protect their own identity and not be challenged as the biggest, strongest. You know, let them play them that game. That's fine because you don't have to squat double body weight, bench 100 kilos, run a sub 25K to be considered an athlete. It's just about if you'll see yourself as that, act like that and make decisions based on that. You are one because you are living that lifestyle. We can't argue that. Anyway, slight detour there. Let's get back on track. So, What is the difference between an athlete and an everyday athlete or identifying as an athlete or an everyday athlete? So I'm going to use myself as an example and compare a couple of periods in life. So one where I saw myself as an athlete, first and foremost, and then the present day where I see myself as an everyday athlete and then explain what that means to me, what it resulted in in my decision making processes. So firstly, it's important to understand that there are a lot of similarities between these two periods of time. So my athlete with the finger quotes firmly done around the outside of that word was around a decade ago i stopped playing volleyball at 27 i'm 26 now and my mindset around it all started changing a year or so before i stopped playing but in that period of time i did identify as an athlete but i could have been considered an everyday athlete as i was trying to balance playing volleyball kind of close to the highest level in this country with a full-time job at bournemouth uni running the gym group fitness classes pt education courses I had a part-time job at Team CC, which is a local SNC gym for around 10 to 12 hours a week at the time. I was also doing my master's, which I completed in 18 months by doing up to three units at a time just to get it done in that time scale. And then I also had a bit of a social life. It was essentially win or lose on the booze with the team, but it still counts as a social life. That was all in there. So I was balancing all these things as an everyday athlete would do, but I identified as an athlete first and foremost at that time. And then these days, uh, it's still a balancing act. I'm just balancing different things. So I'm currently still training for performance. It's just not trying to be the best in the country at it. But I do still want to push myself to run a sub-20 park run, hit a three-wheel bench press, build some more muscle, so on and so forth. And I'm balancing it alongside being a self-employed strength and nutrition coach and everything that comes with that, being a husband who's present and what my wife needs me to be. And then a dog dad who gives Lula the greatest life that she could have as well. So the situations are the same, uh, weren't the same, but they're similar. Multiple stresses, multiple responsibilities, time being of a premium, absolutely not a full-time athlete solely focused on being an athlete eight hours a day, but it's just balancing all those sorts of things. But the main difference was that in my 20s, like I said, I identified as an athlete. It gave me so much self-worth, belonging, identity. It helped me with the chip out on my shoulder, feeling like I had to prove I was physically good at something. Whereas now I'm an everyday athlete and I take as much pride in how strong, fit and consistent I am in the gym as I do in being a business owner, as I do in being a husband, a family member and all these sorts of things. I now measure myself a lot more equally across the board rather than just in the one priority in that life. 
And that becomes really apparent when it comes to some of the decisions I would make previously that I wouldn't make now. And this is where I think the real differences between athletes and everyday athletes becomes apparent and becomes really, really important for you guys listening in. So in my 20s, I would accept a much more unbalanced lifestyle to be an athlete. And that doesn't mean that I wouldn't do that now, but it won't stay unbalanced in the same direction all the time as it was. In my 30s, sometimes work has to be the priority. Sometimes my relationship and home life has to be the priorities. Sometimes me and my fitness can and also has to be the priority to be the best best version of myself. But it will move around so that I overall kind of gain balance in those things. But in my 20s, I was an athlete and being an athlete was always the priority in my mind. So I would train every day, all the time, regardless. I would make work fit around those things. So Monday, I would jump clean squat. Tuesdays, I'd do an upper body session and play local league volleyball. Wednesdays, I'd travel to Southampton and back for training. Thursdays, I'd jump, power clean and squat again. Fridays, I'd do upper body. Then Saturdays would be game day. And Sunday, I'd be on the sofa watching the football, just chilling out and that sort of thing. So sometimes those sessions that I did would be an ideal time. So I'd often train at 10.30 p.m. on a Thursday, for example, due to my late shift at work, having early lectures for my master's in the morning, and then the late finish from late training the night before, kind of writing off that Thursday morning. Training at 10.30 isn't ideal, but at that point, because I identified as an athlete, it was a no-brainer for me, as if I didn't do it on that day, I wouldn't get that lower body session in with enough rest time before the weekend games. But nowadays, if my only option is to train at 10.30 p.m., it's a hell no. I'm in my motherfucking bed at 10 and I'm asleep at 10 past 10. It is not happening. But the priority for me now is rather than getting those sessions in at all costs is having a program that's flexible enough to ride the odd missed or suboptimal session due to things not fitting so that I can stay consistent and not feel guilty. But I certainly won't crowbar everything in every time like I used to because the everyday bit is as important as the athlete bit these days. Then in my 20s, second example, as I was an athlete, I would accept a lot more of the negative sides of high training volume. So with all the jumping, clean, squatting, the penultimate year of volleyball for me was riddled with patella tendonitis, which is a pain that you get in the tendon just below your kneecap. It's a chronic kind of overuse injury from just loading up your quads and your knees over and over. It was to the extent that sometimes I'd drive kind of 45 minutes to training at Fortress Hitchin in Southampton. I'd warm up, do a couple of jumps, and then I'd just have to call it because it was just, it was not happening. And then I'd have to wait around, watch the session for two hours as I traveled over with teammates, and then we'd ride home together and get home for kind of half 11-ish, basically. So that was one example. Then the final kind of 12 to 18 months or so, I carried a shoulder injury whilst I was playing um, volleyball. So I damaged my bicep tendon in my right shoulder in the gym. And then volleyball was the sort of sport where using that shoulder over and over and it never let it recover. So I train on a Wednesday. It'd be agony for a day or so after. It'd literally wake me up in the night if I rolled over and then slept on it wrong. Uh, slept on it, wrong. it would then settle down just about in time for the weekend fixture and then rinse and repeat post-game. A couple of days after pain, wake me up in the night, settle down, just about good to go for train over and over and over. But both of those things, the knees and the shoulder, I was happy to manage and train through it because it was the only option if I wanted to be the athlete that I wanted to be, which includes playing games, training, pushing yourself. But as an everyday athlete, I would not accept that now. So after I quit volleyball, actually, I was a little bit lost kind of identity-wise. So I tried weightlifting as a sport that I could kind of do at work. It was a little bit easier, less traveling, all that sort of stuff. But that unsurprisingly set off my knees again from squatting, cleaning, and snatching kind of four to five times a week. So I quickly sacked it off. 
because now that sort of stuff isn't worth it. My body is too valuable for work. Feeling good and being able to do stuff with Kate and the dog daily on the weekends, that's too important. Feeling as fit as I think I am and having as much energy as I think I should have rather than feeling broken and drained all the time from maximally pushing myself is just as important as a quicker park run or a slightly bigger branch. That doesn't mean I won't push myself and feel fatigued, but it just means that it does need to fit within everything else because again the every day is as important as the athlete part and then finally in my 20s i was a lot more selfish about a lot of things i was the priority my sport was the priority and my feeling and achievement in that sport as an athlete was the priority at this time i couldn't hold down a relationship in my 20s we'll say it was due to my lack of time and energy for it due to identifying as an athlete it definitely wasn't my tragic lack of game or basic ability to talk to girls at that time but there is no way my life now would function how i want it to if i decided to do things like train at 10 30 p.m some nights be away every weekend for games be tired and broken when i was at home and not be present and then eating the same boring basic meals every day to keep myself as light and as lean as possible to help me jump as high as possible because it's not just about me anymore as an everyday athlete i share my life with other people every day kate my family, my dog, my clients, all this sort of stuff, they need the best version of me as well because the everyday me is just as important as the athlete me. And this is why I love the everyday athlete term so much and why I made this podcast to help make it super clear for you as to what it means. It gives you enough of the identity to keep fitness a priority, to stay consistent when others probably wouldn't and put time aside for you and yourself only for your benefit alone. It helps drive those decisions and make them a no-brainer enough to keep you progressing and being and feeling athletic week in, week out. But because it's everyday athlete and not just athlete, it is forgiving enough to let you take some time out to maintain a semblance of balance in your life, to stay successful in multiple areas of your life and not feel guilty, selfish or uncommitted by taking into account the everyday parts of your life. That's why I love it so much. And if you're struggling to find that balance, either letting the everyday life take over and not making that kind of time for yourself to be physical, feel athletic, or just keep on top of an active lifestyle for you and your health, or if you find yourself in the gym all the time, absolutely FOMOing over missing out on a wad, feeling like less of a badass as you took a session off and you don't think that everybody else would have done that, and feeling guilty as your diet was maybe not 100% clean today, and having your whole personality be in the gym and nothing else come and join me come and join us as an everyday athlete like i said the doors are open come on in there's no prerequisite of skills strength or ability you just need to want to be that person and start making those decisions to align that person with your actions the person who makes enough time for the gym regularly but also for their significant others for their family for their kids and they save enough energy to excel at work and be present in the other areas of their life as well and if you don't know where to start with these things do not worry just head over to www.coachianwood.com and learn more about what i do and if you're feeling like you want to make a change and get started and you're not sure where to start fill in the form and we can have a chat about where you're at where you want to be and how we're going to fill that gap so if that's the case i look forward to chatting to you if not i'll see you on all the regular socials at coachianwood or i'll chat to you in the next episode of the forever athletic podcast